Right, hello and welcome to the latest Love Leash podcast brought to you uh, by the team here in Leash today. Alan is with me again in studio. Alan, you were out and about yesterday. You met Minister Darrow O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. both very fond of meeting ministers. It's sort of as good as it gets at this job, isn't it? Yeah, because when, like, when I worked in Dublin, you used to meet them the whole time. Or polit- you know, you'd meet politicians a lot of the time. And I remember they'd have like Hall Martin and would come into the office and, you know, that type of thing. I think, what was he at that stage? Twenty. It was proper up. Proper twenty ten, twenty eleven was the supply and confidence. confidence. Supply, yeah. Mm, so I used to win. Actually, it's funny enough um, how politics and media. You know the way people say about them being intertwined. Mm. But the editor of the Sun at that time was a fellow called Paul Clarkson. Okay. And he's now Michal Martin's right hand man. You'd see him there yeah. the whole time. He's his. I don't know. Is his press advisor okay. or? I'm not sure what he's. His role and is... The sports editor at that time was Cahill Irvin, who is now the FAI communications person. Yeah. Didn't he leave the FAI, or did he leave the Sun, and the join the FAI the week the whole John Delaney stuff? That's broke? right. I think his first uh, official duty was trying to put out the flames yeah. at that AGM and everything else that had gone on. Like, yeah. Um, so there is links there the whole time there between them. the whole time, yeah. So it's the nature of a small country, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Um, as they're all over the place, mm. like, oh, and then the connections that those people might have to a certain isn't the Paddy Cosgraves and the Ditch Spies, and that they're not they're not a million miles wrong. No, no, I know, sure, a lot of it is true. Like, and it's just you're you're hoping people's will hold on to their integrity. Um, but it doesn't always happen, unfortunately. I'd say Paddy Cosgrave wouldn't be in such a wound up situation if they had to give him his way over his web, the web summit and close the road for a couple of hours uh, is that what, what did they follow was that what they fell out or I think he sort of wanted yeah uh, that was I think at the crux of it really crazy and now it's in where Brazil uh, it's in Portugal Portugal yeah, yeah. but it might yeah. have events elsewhere probably does yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway so you met Minister Darrell O'Brien he was in Ballylinen yeah well he was in four places he started in um, before he got to leash at all he was in Carlo um, opening up um Houses there, and then he went to Ballyline and um, Duran Allen, yeah. I think is how you pronounce the the estate. Um, beautiful. It's just if you're coming from, uh, say the Carlos side into Ballyline, and there's a there's a petrol station on the left, and there's a turn just before that. Um, you turn up there, and there's a the estate in the on in on the right. Um, I'd never been there before. Okay. I. Uh, didn't even know it was there. And when you're in it, you can actually see into Ballyline and GA pitch. Can you? Yeah, you're up on a height. Right. Um, so you can see into the soccer pitch, St. Anne's, and yeah. then on into, into Ballyline. And so you're directly opposite, basically. Okay. From, from, from one Although side to the other. new footballers for Ballyline and so Yeah, yeah. And like the, the houses themselves were beautiful. One couple, um, I presume they contacted them beforehand to see who would be interested in letting... 50 Entre. strangers so who, who, who was part of this So there was a ribbon Was there a ribbon cut uh, Not at that one But there was ribbons cut Elsewhere Elsewhere Okay Um, And we went in the door uh, Of the house the, the couple that were living there uh, I sort of was who, who makes up the entourage Well I suppose Darrell O'Brien himself has Minister for housing Yeah he's got one One person Then you had Sean Fleming Has another advisor You know So that's two people that's from um, two min- two ministers and two advisors. And two advisors. Is that all they have? Would they not have more with them? Um, d- d- no, that's all they had present anyway. Usually, there'd be a couple more yeah. members on. Yeah. yeah. Then there was the the housing for all uh, body representatives. So yeah. They had different people. Then there was the North East Housing Project, which was the company that had sort of been involved in hiring the contractor to okay. complete the project. So they had their vice chair, and it was okay. their head of finance was there, right. and. 
So there was those. Then there was uh, myself and Linda Kiernan were the local media. Okay. Um, and then you had local councillors, Pascal McAfee, Parik Fleming, um, Caroline Dewan Stanley, and the Cahirlock Thomasina Connell. Only so four of them? At that particular one, oh, yeah. That particular one, okay. Um, and then they went on to Ballyroan. And they went to Ballyroan, and the, you know, like. You only went to Ballyroan, though. I, that was the only where. That was where, the one where we were invited. Okay. Um, no, we could go. Was available for interview. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we could go to. But would you be well, though? Uh, no. <laughs> Did he make a speech? He makes the same speech uh, at all four places. I think yeah. himself. And where was he going then? Portage. He went to Ballerone from. Oh yeah, Ballerone from Belline and then from. Bal- and then from Ballerone to Doro. Was it Doro? Okay. And then from Doro to Portage. 100 new houses. 100 new houses that's in good total. News. Oh, of course it is, yeah. And we need more of them. That's, mm. that's the thing. And we need them quicker and everything else. But they are making progress. Um, He said himself, like, we, we got to speak to him after about five minutes. Um, kind of asked loud to ask one question each it's yeah. a difficult politician like you, you ask a question and two and a half minutes later they're still talking you know I have not answered the question no <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's a skill that they have and yeah. and they have their media people there with them who make sure that they don't um, stay too long you know which yeah. you know and, and they don't say anything out of the, the way like um, but no no he was he was, look, he was fine he was grand the best time. stories politicians give you are the ones where they're not talking at all yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, I, I just asked them about how, you know, there's, I think there's 1,800 people on the uh, housing waiting list in, in Leash at the minute, and um, they're waiting between four to five years to, to get off it. And I, we had a, a development in Ratdowney, modular homes that were put together in a matter of months for uh, people coming from Ukraine. And I just asked them, would that be something that, as a short-term solution to get these people off the housing waiting yeah. list, could that be looked at? And he gave an answer of two and a half minutes where he kind of said, I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was two and a half minutes of... of yeah, uh, meandering. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To kind of r- arrive back at the point that he he, he took my point. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, no, look, it was a good day. And it's nice, look, you got to meet the families of... like Some of them were happy to... You know, most people are private. They don't want mm-hmm. you going in there. But they were there and, you know, it's nice to see people... um in houses and having maybe I think there was one family had been um homeless actually only two years ago or something like that and obviously then had gone into emergency emergency accommodation ended up in um you know that that scenario whether they were on HAP or whatever they were on and now they're they've got into into a home that they'll have forever basically yeah, so yeah. and and that's what used to happen back in the 60s, 70s, 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 80s, yeah. And it's kind of yeah. what's happened have, have to happen again because we relied on the private market uh, in from, oh, what, yeah, 2000, 2000, 2000 and, yeah. and then that blew up. like So this way, I presume it's safer. You, there's no real danger of the market blowing up in the same way, would I be fair? Uh, neither of us are economists, economists yeah, yeah, even though I, I did study it in college, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's as big of a risk anyway. Yeah. Like the, the man who... The contractor who who built the the project was there as well. Like, and yeah. you know, is it finished? This is a thing we hear at housing estates. Yeah. Now, there is a difference between no, this is finishing and like are the paths finished? The lights yeah. finished? Yeah. All of this because this is a council. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, this is fully be, done because we always hear at council meetings taken in charge, district, taken in charge. Yeah. But they're private estates that the council eventually take in yeah. charge once the developer has satisfied that the paths are done the man- manhole covers, covers uh, lighting all of that tarmac boundary um, and fences. there's an amount of them that come up and like there's a very solid argument made like the is there a i don't think is there a funds ca- kept yeah there's a bond yeah bond kept until the work is done mm. 
But I, I think there's been instances. Has there been instances of the bond being given back too soon and then impossible to get them get to finish back, the actual yeah. work? Like, yeah, like there's some housing estates are waiting twenty years to be taken in charge, which is unacceptable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've we have uh, full council. Oh no, we have local area meetings are on this week. I mean, we we had Port Leash in the morning. Particularly, I just looked at the motions that are in, and we'll have an update on it next week. They're looking again for an update on the bus service for Port Leash. There's supposed to be a bus service coming to Port Leash, two routes around the town, one connecting from Kilminchy all the way out to the Mount Rat Road, and another one that might take in Collier's Lane, um, both stopping. There, there, there are different routes, like be like bu- bus route one and bus route two, like you know, Dublin, there's about 40 yeah. different uh, different routes. But so where was I recently? Who was in oh, Galway? They have their own bus service, yeah. Limerick yeah. have a bit of a bus service, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's all, this has been going on for a long time mm. at the Port Leash area meetings, and I'm quite interested to see it. Like, Port Leash is a a big sort of a town. There's a fair distance from like Kilminchy to Fairgreen, for example. Yeah, or yeah. Bellingham on the Mount Rat Road, back to Kilminchy mm. or wherever. Yeah, and like I presume, as part of the whole um, low carbon, low carbon that yeah. that would be an ideal scenario. A few electric buses buzzing around there, yeah. stopping every half an hour. From what, no you know, one want one going out to Rat League. Oh yeah, yeah, for the GA yeah, grounds. for GA grounds, absolutely, yeah. and have have a route we'll go there. Out to Tucker. I'm, yeah. not sure, I'm not sure if you have a leaks road, but I may get onto them and get the proposal. It's fairly advanced. It's fairly advanced, the, the roots of it and mm. um, and that. But I, I think it's a, a fairly, there's nearly 30,000 people in Port Leash. Jesus. Um, yeah. Is there that many people in Port Leash now? Yeah, I think the last census was 25,000 and it's grown since. It's also the the low, a very young population. Yeah. And, and the other thing, at the last council meeting, Port Leash area meeting, I had the story about not being enough school places in Port oh Leash. Yeah, so like yeah, there yeah. is there five like or six primary schools in Port Leash plus Ballyfin, the Heat, Rathneska, all you know, Rahim. The Rock. Well the Rock is a bit further out. Maybe Emo. Emo. We have them in Strabble from Port Leash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they're Tim O'Hall have them. From Port Leash, yeah. wouldn't yeah. 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 So like it's not yeah, and like in and, and Catherine Fitzgerald had the uh, suggestion that there should be like a lot of big schools now. Mm. What would be wrong with a school in Port in Kilminchy? Or a school in Fairgreen, maybe a smaller primary schools to take the pressure off. Jeez, a school yeah. in Kilminchy should be ideal. Mm. You know, you'd take all that all that amount of... That's nearly like a small... If that was, if Kilminchy was in rural Leash, it'd be a village. Yeah, bigger. It'd be you bigger. know, it'd be bigger. Yeah. So there's probably more people in Kilminchy than there is in Strabley. I'd imagine so, yeah. You know? Yeah. So like it, and, and like a hundred of those houses, or not a hundred, fifty something of those houses yesterday were in Bortleach. Right, okay. You know, the, Many the were in Bellline? 20, I think, was it? Uh, 21. 21, okay. That was phase three of that development. And like that, that development in Portage, it's the Maltings, which is like... Oh, yes, yeah. A very historical, yeah. Yeah. Opposite the train station. Opposite the train yeah. station. And that's going to be a massive uh, plus for the town because anybody that... I remember using the train um, to go to college and to go to work no parking yeah. that's why I started going from Port Harrington mm. simply because you couldn't you could park yeah, yeah, parking port uh, mm. we'll qu- ju- jump on uh, to one Matt Barrett and his uh, Instagram uh, Matt Barrett is Taoiseach Leo Radcliffe's partner what did you make of it he was sharing sort of stupid jokes and um, references from the, the King's coronation in the UK obviously <laughs> is this a storm in a teacup or <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is. <laughs> it's just, uh, how what goes through your head like that you'd even do that? I don't understand the mentality yeah. of these people. Like, you're at an event like that, and you know who you are or yeah. who your uh, partner is. Yeah, <laughs> who was a guest. 
<laughs> and you then proceed to uh, to I know I know he put it on I believe his private Instagram story, which would be okay. He might only have like a, a couple of group essentially. Yeah, he might only have a couple of hundred followers, but the private one would be people you trust Invite, or yeah, know yeah. the most. Yeah, they're invited to be part of it. Um, but obviously, one of those is is not too happy or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> there's times got hold of it first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's really uh, some of the stuff. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to read this stuff out, but some of this stuff was was just funny. Like, it was funny. It was like, sort of funny. It was yeah. funny. But who does he think he is? Yeah. Like, like he is, he's there as an invited guest. I don't give a damn about the royal family. No, but he's representing Ireland and the office of the Taoiseach. Yeah, hop on and grow up. Yeah, well, sure, that's he won't it, do like, it again by the looks of it. Oh no, he's apologising on Twitter and everything. Veragher well, says he won't do it again. Did yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Would you but say you that now to your wife? Would you say you're not going to do that again? I'd yeah, say. Have enough cop on, don't they? Yeah, well, they wouldn't yeah. do it in the first place. Would you think Sabina Higgins would do that? No. I know. There's, there's no. Like, Michal Martin's wife wouldn't do yeah. that. Like, there's no. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was madness. But I suppose it, he, he didn't think that it was ah, going to go any further. But so, as soon as you put something on social media. You should know. Yeah. yeah. It's not. That's like. It's like how Colleen Rooney caught out uh, Rebecca Vardy mm. that time. Uh, with the private Instagram story yeah. that only she and one other person, person were in, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah no, it, it, it's funny, but it's and I, I don't think it's, it's not that damaging or anything. Really not no. At all, no, 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 it just but reflects just, badly but, on him more yeah, than but, anything else. Um, you know what? It was a bit of a free mistake because it was the royal family, like, which is a little bit of a yeah. cartoon. Sure, people spent all time. last week giving out there was too much coverage of them, <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, we're giving yeah. out because some lad made a laugh when he was <laughs> over there, like, so you know, yeah, you can't, you can't win. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. And I'd be a bit of a royalist now. Yeah, I I would I watched the what was the one, the most recent one? Queen died. No, before that there was a, a wedding, one of the weddings. One of them got married. But Harry got married. Was that the one? Was that the most yeah. recent one? Yeah, well I was looking at the Before you put in the plan of permission to yeah. the house and close <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll move on from the royal family and Matt Barrett. Sean Mortimer, this is a fair jump. Sean, from Matt Barrett and the royal family to Sean Mortimer, who is who is jumping ship from Leash Fianna Fáil to Offaly Fianna Fáil. Mm. So Sean, I spoke to Sean last week, and he um, ran obviously for no, he didn't run. He sought the nomination for Fianna Fáil back in two thousand and nineteen in Leash, um, but even at that time he was actually living in Kennedy. Okay. Yeah, he had moved to to Kennedy just before that. Um, across the mountain. Yeah, across Pretty the mountain. Close, but Very close, just yeah. This, yeah. So he he sought the nomination back then, and he went to he went to a vote. You were there that night, I was there that night. Yeah, Liam O'Neill beat him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he didn't get it. Liam O'Neill wasn't elected. Now he told me that Fianna Fáil have approached him to okay. run in Offaly, uh, the Borough Electoral District. The Borough Electoral yeah. District. So like, it's a big area. A very it big area. It covers essentially from just outside Ross Grey up to Atlone. Mm. Yeah, like I know, I know from playing soccer over there. Like you're driving forever to get yeah. to them places. So you know, it is a big, big so area. He's going and the Offaly County Councillor is over there, Peter Ormond, who yeah. the general election for Fianna Fáil the last time. I think there is another Fianna Fáil. There is John Clendenin. John Clendenin and John yeah. Lahey. John Lahey and there. The Do Renewa still exist? No. So he's back as an independent, independent now. He's back as an independent. Mm. And he actually spoke of retiring and didn't. Okay. Um, as when an independent goes about retiring, the co-option process is a little bit more complicated. But yeah. he's still there. He went back and trained. John was like a games manager for Offaly GA or Leinster GA. Really good operator. Um, he got stung with Renew. He got stung though, with Renew. Yeah. Well, he ended up like he was the national leader and a big, he had a big salary out of it yeah. and that. And a very engaging, nice fella. And went for the general election three times and didn't get in. What and was the woman who went with him? 
Nina Gale or Oh Lucinda Cray Lucinda Cray Where did she ever disappear to? I don't know Did she get some job Some Sort of Lobby group or something In Dublin I think oh, When I lived in Dublin I lived in near sort of Between Ringsend and Sandymount And she was a local councillor Oh uh, For that area I remember her canvassing this one time She was mm. like starting out on her career Lucinda Creighton Yeah Yeah It was her and him that were Yeah the key, 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 key people yeah. She fell out with Radker I think Yeah Yeah and and she went over to there and like he as you said he tried to get elected mm. a, couple a couple of times, times and a very gracious guy I remember he put a huge amount into it got close to the first time twenty eleven he d- put in a huge effort was uh, an independent that time independent yeah. that time and then the next time the boundaries changed oh yeah and that didn't do him any massive favors but he went very close again and then he performed poorly enough the last time under a renewal yeah, renew, yeah. and he's back as an independent it gets a massive vote it gets an absolutely huge vote as an independent councillor over there John Clendenon then is a very strong Fine Gael uh, councillor in, in Kinnity as well Kinnity is a lovely little village mm. um, and the Clendenon family have a lovely pub in that there Giltraps it's a real sort of landmark uh, spot uh, but I was over there for the opening of the mountain bike, bike trails last year. Oh, it's yeah. a really picturesque village, the other side of the Sleeve Bloom Mountains, and you can come back across towards Camros and Killinure, and that's where uh, Sean is from. But he must be based in Kennedy now. You're telling me, yeah. And he's, and he's involved. He's more or less jump ship Toffley altogether. Yeah, he's involved he's with on the East county board. And everything. Yeah, and he's now involved with the Offaly County Board. He's an assistant development officer on Offaly County Board. He's also heavily involved in the Camogie. He's over the Offaly under. F- 14 Camogie team and he's involved he's vice chair of Kennedy Camogie GA okay. club and he's involved in a project where the Offaly Camogie are getting a centre of excellence in okay. Burr All right. um, yeah. so he's, he's heavily involved in, in that as well so he's completely yeah, yeah, immersed himself Offaly. Yeah, well good luck to Sean to we, like we can sort of give him a little bit of bias treatment because Offaly County Council isn't something we cover no so good luck Sean yeah exactly I know, yeah. What, I know uh, f- um, Eddie Fitzpatrick is a Fianna Fáil Council oh, yeah. but he's b- the Port Arlington Eden Derry district mm. I uh, know a few of the Offaly councillors. Um, Neil Feary is a Fine Gael guy in around Tullamore. Um, Liam Quinn. There was one stage Fine Gael only had two councillors in Offaly, or two or three, and Fianna Fáil had eight. Fianna Fáil are very strong around Cowan country, around yeah, Clare and yeah. Tullamore. There could be four Fianna Fáil councillors around Tullamore. Yeah, there's eight in total. Eight anyway. in total, yeah. But yeah. Um, Eddie Fitzpatrick is a good character, and he often sends his stuff um, from around Port Arlington, and Offaly County Council. And John Clendenon is a good, I know John as well, a very good councillor, ambitious guy. He could well be on a general election ticket down Did the he run the last time? He put his name in and was selected as a candidate, but withdrew. They only ran Marcella Corcoran Kennedy. See, there's no Fine Gael councillor or a TD in Offaly. No. They have Barry Cowan, Carol Nolan, and then there's the three over here. Charlie, Sean and Brian, yeah. Charlie, Sean and Brian, yeah. Mm. So that's it. So so John Clinton, I'd be surprised if he isn't in the mix at the next general election down the line. He he has sort of gone down that route previously. Um, so from Sean Mortimer to Malcolm Byrne at the ditch, we're mentioning the ditch every week. <laughs> You had a look good laugh about those as well. Yeah, they, they didn't actually. I'd say this week they broke no story. Okay. Yeah, they don't break a story every week, though. To be fair. Yeah, they were on the roll in there for a long time, yeah. you know. But they, they they had one story about something very obscure. I don't know if you saw that. I can't remember even what it was. It was something about insurance or um, it was in the background or okay. something or other. But it wasn't as high profile as where they've been going. Yeah. Um, but they've been reported to the standards. In public office, yes, Saipo. Saipo. Now, how how do they? Like, yeah, yeah ha, Ma- Malcolm Byrne, senator, yeah, from Wexford. Yeah, he, he's reporting. What is he at? I don't know. Um, he's he's basically trying to say that they're a political organization masquerading as a media publication. That's 
uh, the, the argument he has. He'd make a very strong argument on that. Uh, he's. It all comes down to where they're where funded from. from yeah. yeah. Now, they're funded is coming. F- they got a million from. We talked about this last Web week. Summit, Paddy Web Summit. Uh, is that can that be construed as a political movement? You're into sort of a grey area like there, but he's opening the conversation on it. I suppose is that yeah. is, is that what he's trying to do? Well, they put out a fairly strong statement on yeah. it anyway that they won't <laughs> they won't yeah. be silenced and yeah. they 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 won't be going away. And they're a member of the press council since January of this year. And uh, if there was an issue yeah. down, he's calling their integrity. There, there, there was there well. was a, a, an account on Twitter that. Um, sort of opened up their press council membership like that they hadn't disclosed an amount of uh, an amount of conflicts of interest which are if you're a member of the press council of Ireland we should we should probably apply for membership there's nothing stopping us doing it and we'd say we'd meet all the criteria mm. um, what do you get out of it I don't really know um, more forms to fill out <laughs> but initially they weren't reporting under their own name they were reporting under oh, that's right. names yeah, yeah, your yeah. man um there's Roman Ro- Roman Shortle. Roman Shortle. He he had a huge. He went to the tenancy board over an issue. He ended up owing fifty thousand to a landlord. Mm. Didn't declare that conflict of interest while he was doing stories about the tenancies board. There has been attention drawn to stuff that has done it on board Planola. Mm. Cosgrave's family has had serious battles with on board Planola, and um, those conflicts were never addressed or never highlighted. Um, and they're saying that obviously that Cosgrave has no editorial input, which is a hard one to believe. Mm. You know, is is that though enough grounds to say that they're a political organization? Yeah, yeah it's pro- one pro- thing pro- having pro- people having access to grind with bodies. I don't know whether that's politically more like unless Paddy Cosgrove from the ditch start running yeah, uh, candidates yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, in the local elections or yeah. the general one. I I'm not sure that it'll get very far. Yeah. Uh, look, it's, it's they're, they're, they're both sides of it, both the ditch and Paddy Cosgrove and Shea Bowles and all these fellas. They're calculated in what they're doing, and by the looks of it, like some Michal Martin, um, Malcolm Byrne are taking the fight back to them, and it's completely and utterly to discredit what they're doing. Like so, there's there's two parts of it. One where they're being financed from is questionable, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone would wouldn't be huge support for 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 Paddy Cosgrove and Web Summit in supporting. And that discredits the ditch to an extent, and the other. But on the other hand, it just gives them oxygen. Mm. So like it's uh, well, rather than I, 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 what's the old phrase? Play the ball, not the man. Mm. So rather than going after, they should be better off going after their stories and ensuring that exactly they're not there to be exposed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than uh, and like, who's Malcolm Byrne doing this dirty work for? Like, he's he, he, he he's out of like, yeah, yeah. Completely out of the, I suppose, Michal Martin or whoever, you know, they, they couldn't really do it, could they? No, no, but like, why would a humble senator yeah, it's, it's, in it's his own name? In his why own name, you want your yeah. name attached to that? I don't know, it's peculiar. It is peculiar. It'd be interesting to see where it goes or if it goes anywhere at all. Like, it keeps, keeps it in the headlines for another That's week the thing so, you see, it does. Yeah, it does. And I, I think you see it's, it's a week when, as I said, the ditch actually didn't publish anything, yeah. Or, you know, really yeah. go after it. But they are an investigative out of it and that those type of things take time. Yeah. Um. That's it, uh, Malcolm Byrne. Yeah, he, he I met him one time, as mentioned previously, he, he convened one of the Fianna Fáil election conventions. Previously. Oh, yeah. So that's, he's one of the guys that would do it. He, I think, in 2018, 19, he contested five elections Jeez. in the space. Of, so there was the local elections. There was a couple of by-elections. There was a by-election in Wexford. Yeah. There was a general election. There was a Shannon election. Yeah. And he contested for Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to find him. 
He's a Shannon. Oh. So he lost an awful lot, but he must have got elected to the council. Yeah. Initially. Or was he? He might have been a TD at one stage and lost his seat. Did he? But there's Thomas Byrne as well. I do get them he, them he's confused. Not from no, Thomas Byrne he's is from, up from a Mead. Mead, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he was the lad that got. Who did he get into butter? Did he get into butter? No, didn't he get some? Oh, wasn't it him that thought he was getting a ministerial position and didn't? Oh, that hung about to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I can't remember what that was. That was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in the first in the first re reshuffle or whatever yeah. after. And he didn't get. It. Was he something got to do with Europe? Was he as yeah junior yeah. minister for Europe or something? Some friend or advisor that got that he didn't back up, and your mm. man went and hung him out to dry. Yeah, that's the way it works. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous game. Yeah, yeah. just brie- briefly, a couple of things about Portlaoise. Argos is closed. Mm. GameStop is closing. Yeah, they're that's they're two fairly like Argos has been in Portlaoise for. 15 years maybe I'd say so that yeah the Kyle Centre yeah. has been there since that opened 08 09 or so yeah and GameStop was called something at its first wasn't it in the corner there it's beside the yeah the, the most the unusual unit between, yeah. between it's beside a, uh, Bank of Ireland and AIB and, and in between Bank of Ireland yeah. and AIB LOETB now have a headquarters there beside it that market is is largely gone like are your kids into gaming um my eldest fella got a, a what do they call him a Nintendo Switch, Switch. Yeah. at Christmas time. So like I've I've a PS Five, but I don't buy games anymore. Okay. So I buy digital games. Okay. So you don't actually go into the shop. shop yeah. You buy them, you download them, and they're saved on your console oh yes, in yeah. the same way they would be on a on a yeah. PC. Um. So the actual market for buying going in games. to buy them, yeah. The Nintendo Switch, now you buy them, you get the little they're like a little memory card thing. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't been in one of those places in an awful long time. No, no, no. Um, I read a book there a while back, a while book called by Mark Randolph. He was one of the founders of Netflix, and he had a great he had a book called "That Will Never Work." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just about the setting up of Netflix and the early days. But like they were brains, they were trying to set. They had plenty of money behind them. They had sold some other business, and they were trying to come up with some mail order business. Um, and they were coming up with like. They were literally going into work every day. They had no business set up, brainstorming as to what to do. And they were, they'd come up with, like, mail-order shampoo, <laughs> mail-order dog products, everything. Eventually, they came up on mail-order videos or DVDs at the time. And uh, it got going slowly but surely, and they completely and utterly changed the, the market. market. Yeah. Um, I think, you know... the. the the book is is good enough. Um, that will never work. It's uh, it's a great it's a great title, but the, they struck lucky to an extent mm. uh, because around the same time, probably during lockdown, um, I got some of these type of books. I've got the book called Shoe Dog by Phil Jackson. Have you ever read that one? No, no. It's but Phil Jackson set up Nike. Oh, all right. It's absolutely brilliant. It reads like a brilliant novel, but it's also like a business book. It's absolutely brilliant and the story and the characters behind setting up Nike in the 1960s going over to China to shoe factories and the different scrapes and battles and were broke all the time <laughs> were broke all the time until eventually they got bought out and then they were worth absolute solid fortune yes. millions upon millions and Phil Jackson is uh, his son died tragically in a sort of a scuba diving accident um, there was a great picture of him there recently at when LeBron James broke the record oh, right. and everyone has their phone out and Phil Jackson sitting there at courtside no phone out right it's brilliant but that that shoe dog is one of the best books I've ever read yeah some uh, some great stories in it um, 
some br- brilliant stories. That's that. So that's GameStop. Yeah, but that's uh, the point I was making. How Netflix completely changed that. Remember, like yeah. Extravision gone. Yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah. But Argos is probably a bit surprising because I I would have thought there was a market for for that there. And I often go into Argos and buy stuff that you can't really get in other places. Mm. You, you know, you has loads of things. Yeah, they yeah. just all pulled out of the Irish market mm, altogether completely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of jobs gone in those places. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, people worked there for years. Like people probably there for the start. It's an argument. People sort of you know to, to support Irish, locally owned mm. places, and that makes it a point. But I think that argument undermines the fact that these British multinationals, when they move into Ireland, employ an awful lot of people. Yeah, you know. Um, but that's it. I think that's all for this week. Uh, and t- we've got our council meetings this week, so we'll have loads of bits of news for them. I'm at Port Leash. You're at Greg Port Arrington. Have you seen the motions yet? I didn't look. I saw the email. I didn't look at okay, them now. Yeah, not no. like me. Not like you. You would be reading ahead. Yeah, I like the surprise when I get there. You know, yeah. what yeah. potholes yeah. shall we fix today? Ah, no, that's very unfair. Yeah, but yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Mark I. Comerford is making his full debut. Yes, at the Boris in Austria Mount Medic one on Thursday morning. Yeah, uh, my favorite one. That's your favorite one. Uh, I like the Port Leash one. I, 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 I like I'm upset Leash. now. I'm gone from that one. I yeah. I like the lads. Lads are great. I'll crack you can do there. a swap. I don't like us all covering oh, the yeah. same one. No all problem. The time. We'll trade next yeah, next yeah, month. We'll do, so I'll do. We'll do a sort of a circle. We'll yeah. send you to Port Leash. Yeah. I'll go to, to Boris Mount Medic, and I'll send Mark, Mark to, to Greg Port. Port. Nearly closed for the summer then. After that, yeah, because we'll have a full uh, council meeting. The last one will be the last... 29th of May, I see there. It's on the board. It'll be the last one of the Thomasina Connell era. era. We'll have an ATM and then. Pascal McAvoy will take over then. Mm. So, yeah. and he'll be the last Cahirloch before the I'm election. I'm going to go to New York with Pascal next year. Oh, jeez, I'll have to go too. <laughs> I have a big idea in my head that we'll all go to New York. Oh, my God. It wouldn't be too bad <laughs> there now, would we? Miss St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, great. Great. No parades. <laughs> Wonderful. Right, we'll leave it at that. Over and out. Good luck. God bless. Goodbye.